the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you feel the anticipation? If you have any interaction with children, you know what that anticipation is all about. Each day, is it Christmas? If they're young enough, they don't comprehend time. Is it Christmas yet? Is tomorrow Christmas? Is it coming? This anticipation is palpable. And we as Orthodox Christians, we sense this anticipation in our fast. So by now, we've been enduring the 40 days of fasting. We've had that turning up of the dial since St. Spiridon's feast day, more strict fasting. And we're all in our humanness, in the bodies that God has given us, saying, thanks be to God for the feast that is coming tomorrow. So we have this anticipation. It's in contrast, or perhaps it's more stark, the difference between this and what goes on in the world around us. Because in the world around us, if you've turned on the radio recently, we started out with two Christmas stations. Now it seems like most stations are doing some form of Christmas music. And by the time we get to Christmas, we'll be lucky to have one day of Christmas music, and then everything shuts down. Because everything is not anticipation, it is experiencing all of it beforehand. And by the time you get to that moment, it's nothing. It's almost a letdown. We're done and tired of the Christmas stuff. We as Orthodox Christians instead have anticipation. And this anticipation is not just by we humans. This anticipation is all around us, all of creation, as we hear in the hymns today, is in anticipation of the coming in the flesh of our Lord. All of creation. The earth offers up a cave so that the Lord who dwells in the heavens, who's more spacious than the heavens, can dwell inside of a cave, dwell inside of a womb. All of creation offers up its joy, its exaltation, the stars, the animals, the shepherds, everything in creation is in anticipation of the coming of our Lord. There's a beautiful akathist of thanksgiving, glory to God for all things, that we, we uh, celebrated that service before the, the American feast of thanksgiving. And in that akathist, it talks about how on feast days, the joy is palpable in all of creation, in the way that the light shines. Everything around us, if we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, is in the eagerness and anticipation of this great and holy event because it's not just an event for humanity. It's an event for all of creation. Because you see, as we become restored through Christ, through his dying on the cross and his resurrection, we become restored. Then in our restoration to what it means to be truly human, then all of creation is restored all the more because we fulfill the role as priests of all of creation, offering up all of creation to our Lord. But we can only do this as we are Christians and as we seek to be what it is truly meant to be as a human being. When we say anticipation, a lot of times we think about it like sort of our holding our breath or maybe a little tight in the muscles. We want this time to come. But anticipation ultimately is about the direction of our attention. If you think about it, again, that little child with Christmas, 
We think of anticipation as everything right now, but really anticipation is about where the person is focused. This reminds us, of course, of the, the gospel, the parable of the ten virgins, the wise five virgins. They were in anticipation of the arrival of the bridegroom. And so in their anticipation, everything was focused upon that moment. They made sure that everything was ready. I better have enough oil because I need to make sure when the bridegroom comes, I'm ready. That zeal, again, we see in our children around us, albeit it's for gifts and things like that as well, but we still see that zeal and that attentiveness. This is what we need. We need to have our focus be singular. At all times, these feasts remind us of what we should be like at all times. Because the parable of the ten virgins is not about the nativity of our Lord. It's not even about Pascha. It's not about any particular feast. We know it's in fact about the second coming of Christ. Or more specifically, the status of our eternal life. This is what matters. Above all else, the quality of our eternal life. Because we all have eternal life granted to us through our Lord's death and resurrection. But it's the quality of the eternal life that is at stake. And this is determined by our anticipation. Rather, our unfo undistracted focus upon the one thing that is needful. So on this day of anticipation, when we're all here, just like on Holy Saturday, we're celebratory, but not quite there. We are so eager for that day of Christmas, tomorrow, when everything is fulfilled. Let us have this same moment today, every day of our life. Eager anticipation, singular focus upon the thing that really matters. Not all the distractions, not all the cares and worries of life, but on the one thing needful. Because this is what will bring about our joyful and blessed eternal life. Amen. At this time, if you would like to, we have the Liturgy of St. Basil as a supplement. Everything through the liturgy going forward of the prayers will be from the Liturgy of St. Basil, because this is the Liturgy of St. Basil.